Hello and welcome, bug catchers, to experience your Pokemon podcast. Hello and welcome, bug catchers. <laughs> okay, you do it. You got a fucking cool, <laughs> cool ass nicknames for us. No, I don't want to steal them. I I see what you're working with, and I'm pretty impressed. Hello and welcome to Experience Share Pokemon Podcast, starring me, Tanner G. Removal, yeah, aka Tanner Greenring, and my co-host, Mysterious Joshua. Very good. Aka very good. <laughs> Joshua Fielstad. It's a Pokemon podcast wherein we play through each of the Pokemon games, gym by gym, except this week and last week and for the next two weeks we are playing through a little game called don't say game it's got enough games there's some debate as to what it's called but it's the pokemon trading card game pokemon the trading card game 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 for the game Game Boy boy color yeah and it's an interstitial series of episodes between gen 2 and gen 3 Last week, we played through the first two clubs, card clubs. Two, and that's what we meant to play was just two. We meant to play three, but someone couldn't pull their shit together in time. I recall. I feel like it kind of worked out. Kind of worked out. It actually did work out. So this week, we played through three (laughs) different card clubs. Next week, we'll play through three more, and then we'll take on the Elite Four, and then we'll be done, and we'll move on to... Grandmasters. The four Grandmasters. Gen. They're not Elites. Three of the pokemon <laughs> games josh did you manage to get your shit together this week oh yeah this was a breeze i think perhaps too much of a breeze and i maybe could have played more do you know what the Maiar effect is i think that's what it's called no it's a chemical reaction between amino acids and reducing sugars that gives brown food its distinctive flavor i just read that from wikipedia Okay. It's when food turns brown when you're cooking it. And where are you going with this? It's going somewhere? I don't know if you've ever noticed, but when you're toasting something, it goes from untoasted or very lightly toasted to burnt very quickly. And that's because the Maillard reaction is exponential. Go on. And the hotter and darker something gets, the easier it is to get hotter and even darker. And I think that is what we're dealing with in Pokemon the trading card game okay game for the game boy color okay the more cards you accumulate and the more decks you can build the easier this game gets sure okay so okay that landed bumpy ride but it landed as we accumulate more cards it's easier to brown the toast and when the toast is browned we get even more cards and then it's just like it's a snowball rolling downhill yeah do you ever play ski free Yes. It's like that. Yeah, of course, with the abominable snowman. Because I also had a very, I'm not going to say easy time, but a breezy time. It was easy, especially compared to my previous jaunt, which was like a nightmare. There's a lot of RNG in this game, too. Explain that again. You explained that before. I'm not sure I have, but it means random number generator, and it's when a game relies on, like, random luck, essentially. Okay, yeah. So... There's a lot of RNG in this game because you never know what you're going to get when you strap in for a card battle. So what you mean is because the coin flipping is completely out of control in this game. Oh, the coin flipping, Joshua, the coin flipping. (laughs) It's like, it's so abused. I've rarely seen a mechanic in a game abused as coin flipping is in this one. The coin flipping can bless you 
with some of the most overpowered monster moves imaginable, and it can curse you with like 10 turns in a row where you're just fucking asleep. Right. And you're not going to waste inventory space on fucking full heals, you know? No. That was one of my mistakes in our first episode, is that I had full heals, not using them, because they're useless. Yeah. I cleared all that shit out. There's not enough status effects for full heals to be super useful. Maybe that changes later. And it, like, in the Grass Club, which we will get to in a bit, there's a lot of Pokemon that do shit like Paralyze and do shit like Put to Sleep. And it's like, oh my God. full heals would have been useful there, but, like, I'm just not reserving deck space for fucking full heals. I'm not interested. The science club, too. I mean, I got a whole, and I'll save it for that part, but I had this Grimer man, a fucking heroic Grimer. That is, again, another one that has, I think, 50 hit points, and it took down at least two mon. Yeah. It's a nightmare. It's got this move, Nasty Goo, which that's also horrible. Horrible. 10 damage. Nasty goo. But it's just flip a coin. And if it's heads, the other Pokemon's paralyzed. And this thing just popped off like 10 nasty goos. It was just gooing everywhere. Stop saying <laughs> all of that. But then, like, it benefits you too. I have a fucking level 33 Rapidash Ooh. that comes out every now and then. That's got this move called Agility. It's flip a coin if heads during your opponent's next turn prevent all effects of attacks oh yeah including damage done to rapidash and it does 30 damage oh oh interesting. so it's like i can fucking like lay out 30 damage against you and prevent you from doing any damage against me on the next turn and also i'm in the fucking grass gym so it's like i'm doing 60 damage to you and you can't do any damage to me next turn so good luck fucking idiot oh man i kept hitting heads on those and it's like great love that yeah i mean of course if it's going your way then it's great that's like such a brutal mechanic. It's lazy. And it's in stark contrast to like in general, I think that there are some very interesting card combos and synergies between all of them that I finally like really figured out this time. But then you kind of, it throws away the entire thing with this flip a coin bullshit. So is it not a mechanic that is deployed in the actual card game? It's also in the game. Wow. The card game. But it's not as prominent. It's like just such a bad mechanic. Yeah, it's dumb. There's got to be such like better ways to do that. You know? That was part of the reason that I didn't like it as a kid either, other than just the cards themselves. Mm. Let's start at the fire club. Okay. So the fire club was next around the, the rotation, according to some people, smart people. I feel like most people wouldn't say that it is, and we'll have some data about that that we'll analyze. <laughs> there are three club members in here, John, Adam, and Jonathan, and the club master, Ken. Yeah. I deployed a deck that was made up mostly of electric and fighting type Pokemon, which I had actually built for the electric gym, I think. And it did a good job. Yeah. And I beat everyone. Yeah. I did build a deck for this as well. I had to change it up because it was not working out, as we all recall. Yeah. I had gotten enough fighting at that point that I did build a modified Surf and Turf for this one. Okay. My previous MVP deck. 
So this time the surf was still there, but this time the turf was just fighting instead of grass. Because they're still on the turf, going to the mat. What about surf and tough? Yeah, and you spell it T-U-F-F. Yeah. That's cute. <laughs> that's cute. That's, that's cute. I did take your advice, by the way. I had gotten a couple of Hitmonchans. I put Hitmonchans in that deck. Hitmonchan's a great, great card. Oh, Hitmonchan did some real damage to these assholes. Yeah. So Hitmonchan's got 70 HP, and then it's just straight up jab, one fighting energy, 20 damage, and then two fighting and colorless special punch, 40, straight up. Yep. Just punching people around, and she did a bunch of damage. That was like my MVP in this, in Fire Club for sure. So thank you. Yeah. I did not use that deck again, so I, I don't even think I saved the combination. Oh, can we talk about saving decks? <laughs> That's what I was doing last time, and that's why I didn't understand why it was so mesmerizing when you were like, uh, how do you have all these decks? And I was like, obviously, I have, like, three decks already. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, there's a machine in Dr. Mason's. At Dr. Mason's lab, you walk in, you walk to the right, and there's another guy there who will battle you for energy cards, which is nice. Right. And there's a machine there where you can just, like, build decks. It takes all of the available cards you have, and you can build any deck you want. So you don't have to worry about not having enough energy. Yeah. And then you can just go back to that machine and say, like, oh, build me my, you know, Surf and Tough deck. So you can go out there, and you can do fuck all with the cards you already have and dismantle all the decks and make something new, and maybe it doesn't work out, or maybe it does. Either way, you go back to the save deck machine deck save machine and then you can just save it if it's good yeah or just upload one of your old standbys you know what else i discovered what you can't have more than four of the same card in one deck okay i did not hit that situation what are you putting more than four of my hopes of an all tangela deck are dashed oh god as far as i can tell there's only two tangela cards Ooh. Or Tangela cards in this game. Yeah. And that means I can only have eight Pokemon and that's not tenable. Let me tell you something. I actually, I had a comment. I got the second Tangela this time and I liked it. The one where it's like... It's the one that has all weeds and there's like a little face poking in. Yes. And it has bind and then it has poison powder. Oh, it's like Mr. Squirt's favorite clamp toxic combo. Actually, yeah, it's it's the like amateur clamp toxic. Wow. It was great. I used that one a couple of times actually once I got it. I was impressed. Bind is flip a coin if heads the defending pokemon's now paralyzed. Yeah. Everyone hates it. 20 damage no matter what. And then poison powder is just 20 damage and the defending pokemon is now poisoned. And poison is great. Poison works twice a turn. It's insane. Because you take 10 damage when the turn cycles back to you, but you also take 10 damage when the turn cycles away to your opponent. Right. So you're always taking 20 damage each turn. And I don't know that we highlighted that in the previous episode, because that is a pretty devastating change to the mechanics. Sleep and poison specifically are like a double flip. Yeah. So sleep, you have two chances every round to escape or remain asleep. Which is actually nice. Yeah. Sleep, it makes sense. It gets rid of like the mayor cheat, the mayor sleeping. Mayor sleep. Mayor sleep. That's you, by the way. And well, yeah, but you ran away with it. I started it and then I regretted it, but you ran it into the ground. 
And I don't like sleeping anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even do it in your real life anymore. No, I mean, how can you with everything that's going on in the world? CBD helps me. So poison is devastating. Toxic, which is also a move in this game. I think Nido King has it, and I encountered him in the Grass Club. Mm -hmm. That really sucks, because it's 20 per flip. Yeah. Anyway, this is another point for Tangela, let me tell you. Tangela's moving up in the world. Yeah, and I would love to build a full Tangela deck, but I can't because this game won't let me. So it prevents you from having more than four of the same Pokemon, same name card. I could conceivably have eight Tangelas because I could have four of the level like 16s and four of the level like 33s, you know? Okay. Because there's two different Tangela cards in this game at two different levels. Okay. I could build a deck that just has eight Pokemon in it and 20 energy and like a bunch of buffs and shit 35 items what if you did something like spaghetti and meatballs and you have tangalas and then you have like chancy or executor geodude geodude yeah i want like something meatball shaped yeah so jigglypuff geodude jigglypuff chancy executor executor execute rather execute execute yeah i couldn't have the evolution yeah so you could have a mix of those I like that. Venonat, maybe. Oh, oh, definitely. Yeah, it's vegan. <laughs> it's vegetarian. <laughs> okay, yeah. Maybe I'll have spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah, I do really appreciate, and that was unexpected to me, that you have a lot of space to play around with for the names of the decks, as opposed to any other Pokemon game where you get, like, you know, six or, like, eight characters. It's Hudson Soft, baby. The decks, I've never hit the That's limit. That's what Hudson Soft brings to the table. They're like, how many characters do you want? 140? Fine. Take them. <laughs> Name it whatever you want. Go nuts. That's a respete to Hudson Soft for that respect Respete to Hudson Soft. That's a new segment we have. <laughs> <laughs> they get some things right. <laughs> Fire Club, did, did anything interesting happen to you? The one thing I wanted to call out was Jonathan. Call out post for Fire Club member Jonathan. I fucking hated this guy. Here's what I didn't like about Jonathan very quickly. <laughs> okay. There's already a guy in the fire club called John. Oh, that is annoying. And Jonathan's like, oh, no, actually, I'm Jonathan. (laughs) Please call me Jonathan. What a jerk. This guy sucks. He also looks like a ripoff of Brock. He's got the same hairstyle. He's a poser. Yeah, he is a poser. And his thing is a reshuffle deck. So every person, which I appreciate in a number of ways, even if I hate their deck, they all have a theme to it. So his is named a reshuffle deck. And it really, really grinds my gears. (laughs) What did he do? The main thing that was annoying is that he is either shuffling his deck all the time or making you shuffle your deck. And the culmination of this strategy is his Ninetales. Oh, I love the Ninetales card. The card is cool. I deploy those liberally. If I had one, I would also sick it out on people. I got like six. And I use them all the time. So you're familiar with this mix-up ability? So you have an ability called mix-up, which I think only costs one energy to deploy. So if your opponent has any basic Pokemon or evolution cards in his or her hand, your opponent shuffles them into his or her deck. Then your opponent puts an equal number of basic Pokemon or evolution cards chosen at random from his or her deck into his or her hand. And then shuffles the deck after. It costs two energy. So it costs two energy, mix up. 
that's a disaster. Can you even follow that? Yeah, it really it sucks out everything that you love in your own hand. Any basic Pokemon or evolution, they get taken away. Then you get random shit from your deck into your hand, and then all of the other stuff gets reshuffled. Yeah. So your whole strategy can get devastated like casually every turn potentially, and then it's got this other one which is three fire dancing oh, embers. Dancing embers is such a beautiful move. Uh, hated it. Hated dancing it. embers is one of those fucking <laughs> coin flip moves where you get to flip a coin eight times. Eight coins, and it does ten damage times the number of heads. Yeah. So sometimes you can do 80 damage, and if you're facing off against a fucking plant-type Pokemon, which we did this week. Oh, yeah. That's 160 damage it can do. I would have built a new fire deck if I had gotten Ninetales, because that really would have roasted that fucking place. You can have some of mine. I have several. My only other comment was Clubmaster Ken was basically forgettable to me, Mm -hmm. but Ken did have Joshi's Sweetie in his deck. Oh, interesting. So, Joshi's Sweetie was Ken's Chansey. Ugh. You didn't like this? Ch- well, the the mechanics of the card I, are a whole other thing. I don't mind. But look at that sweet little smile. And its paws are pressed together, and it's like praying. I don't mind the sprite. And it's like, hoo, hoo, hoo. I think the sprite is cool. Okay. I obtained a Chansey this week for my own deck. Yeah, I, I got one as well. And I played around with it a little bit in the science club. And I just like, I don't like the card. Yeah. I think the card is like too difficult to run. Oh, I just realized how I could run it actually. I just couldn't quite like wrap my head around like how it was useful. It's level 55. It's got 120 hit points. Which is a lot. Yeah. It's colorless and it's got scrunch for two colorless energy. Scrunch takes two energy and all it does is prevent damage. It doesn't do any damage, it just prevents damage on a coin flip. Yeah, and it's flip a coin, of course. So it's not even guaranteed. And then it's got a move called Double Edge, which does 80 points of damage to itself. Yeah. And I just didn't understand like how I'm supposed to effectively use this. I'm realizing now I actually do need to bring Chansey into my situation because the main mechanic that I discovered and that was making my whole game this section is that Slowbro and Alakazam have abilities that allow you to move damage counters off the fighting Pokemon. But only like one at a time, right? You can move as many as you want, but they have to go to Slowbro. Chansey does 80 damage to itself when it does double edge. It also does 80 damage to the enemy, so it's going to like one hit a lot of enemies, but like it only has 120 hit points, so it's only going to be able to do 80 damage to itself like twice (laughs) before it's dead, even with fucking Slowbro, because Slowbro only has like 60 HP, right? It's got 60 shit, you're right, yeah. Chansey is a tough-ass Pokemon to play. I still don't really think it would be good. But there's a way to play it. Yeah. It's also 80 is overkill most of the time. Like, you don't really even need to do 80. Like, you really want, like, a 50 or a 60 is where it's at. It's also 80 colorless, so it's, like, yeah. never going to do double damage against any type. Anyway. Well, that was the fire the, gym. The cards. Cute card. Sweet. Cute card. So I go into the science club. Yeah. The thing about the science club is it's sort of, like... Fossil slash flying slash. Well, they got a bunch of weird ass mechanics. Electric a little bit. 
It's like these nerds. So they like that card computer search. Dorks. Which just lets you search for whatever card you want in your deck. They love Porygon. They have a lot of poison Pokemon, too. They like effects. Yeah. They like effects, and they like nerdy shit. They like computers. They like Porygons. They like tricks. They just like tricks because they're trying to outmaneuver you. Yeah. But they rarely do, unless you let them, like, get away with it and, like, tech up their bench, they are weak. Yeah. Except they did have fucking flying Pokemon, which are a pain in the ass in this game because if you don't have a move that can like hit a flying Pokemon, like a lightning move or something like that, or electric move. Yeah. They just take zero damage and it sucks. You're talking about Joseph with his flying Pokemon deck. Oh God, that's that Pokemon deck sucked. I got two comments about Joseph. Okay. Did he look familiar to you? Oh, wow. Joseph, it looked like you were maybe going to a baseball game or having like a casual Saturday or Sunday afternoon kind of looking in the mirror who me yeah oh no absolutely not Joseph I'm looking looks like you no you're Joseph no, no, no. I'm looking at you're the one with the flying Pokemon no no, deck. no I'm looking at club member Joseph and you know who I see who Joshua Fialstad no I rarely even wear hats that doesn't make any sense I see a man I see Joshua Fialstad in a Pokemon hat which I know he owns uh-oh. And I see a guy with glasses. I see a guy with a thin, handsome face. Okay. Well, now it's starting to sound okay. I have got sort of a round face. And this guy's got like a... This guy's got a Joshua Fielsen. It's sculpted. Jawline for sure. This is Josh. Uh, uh man. Okay. Well, I don't even I own this hat. I don't even own a hat like that. And you do. You wear hats more often than I do. I wear do. hats a lot, but I don't own a hat like this. And you do. Okay, well... Check out club member Eric, because I debated this. Is this you? You're somebody in here also. And I think maybe you're Eric. No, I don't. You're just like, you're, you're grasping now at straws because you just see these guys in glasses and you're like, oh, they're all like glasses guys. I thought you were Joseph. I think you look more like that when you have a hat on. But then you started complimenting me and now I'm confused. <laughs> and <laughs> Maybe I'll look at David and see if I look like David. Nope. Now I'm going to drop the whole thing. But I, I also hated, I hated myself. I hated Joseph. I hated the flying Pokemon because, as you're saying, if you don't have electric, you can't really do anything. However, it's also arbitrary because some of them, as we were talking about in the first episode, some of them are not fully defined like they normally would be. So like in the main canon games, Zubat is flying and poison. Right. But in this, Zubat is just grass. So electric is not super effective on Zubat. However, fucking sense. Pidgey, who is colorless or normal, is also like in the back end of the game is designated as flying. So that electric is super effective on Pidgey. But if you don't have any electric, you're just fucked. You're just flailing around. It's terrible. I had to rebuild my deck a couple of times to deal with it because of that. Yeah, me too. But that is how I came to the ultimate build of my deck that we'll be talking about later that i was very pleased with there's actually a lot of good electric type pokemon in fact one of my like op power bros this week was a electric type that i used in this gym wait was it electabuzz because electabuzz was one of mine no should we talk about it should we just talk about it now should we do our card check it seems like maybe we have to because we're about to get to club master rick i believe and my deck comes into play there let's do our card check all right after this break Leave everyone on tenterhooks.
All right, Josh. The cliffhanger has ended. We have fallen to our deaths. Can't even imagine. What is everyone thinking? And here we are in the card check, which is a segment. It's card check. Seems like we could have done a better job of naming the segment. It's only going to be around for four episodes, and you know that I'm just using that level check music. We're not doing a, (laughs) this is card check. It's card check, wherein we talk about the number of cards we have and our favorite cards from this week. Josh, how many cards did you have? Yeah, fuck you. 181. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. That's so many cards. Gosh. How did you accumulate that many cards? Just Jeez, casually. I'm so I don't I'm even have so to try. Blown away by the number of cards God. you had this week. So obviously, you have more, and I know why. How many do you have? 182. Mm-hmm. One more than you. So, bug catchers, something to state for the record. I entered. We have a document where we put our outline. Yeah. And I entered thy number of cards about an hour or so before we started recording. We were thinking about starting to record at 8, and then Tanner is like, oh, let's uh, let's go for 8.15. I need to take care of something. Yeah. And then lo and behold, his number shows up later, and he has 182 cards. You know what that is, ladies and gentlemen? That's Mayor Cheat. I want to... That is a Mayor Cheat. I want to run through this <laughs> scenario that you're outlining. I got the receipts. In this scenario, I see that you have 181 cards. Yeah. So I decide, oh, I need more cards than Josh. As you would be want to do. So what I do is I tell my wife, (laughs) "Yeah, honey, I love you, and I ask a lot of you, but I do need to ask one more favor of you. Will you feed and change and get ready for bed our young son one-year-old son right so that i may go and carefully battle club members in such a way that i can manufacture it so that i get exactly one more pokemon card than josh yeah yeah you've told jamie you've told your wife i gotta go play a little mon many times This is just playing a little mon. So this is what you think happened. You knew that you had 181 is what I posit. And then you're like, oh, Josh has 181. I got about 15, 25 minutes. You think you and I came into this week with the exact same number of Pokemon cards. That's what I posit. Can I tell you what actually happened? Lay it on me, Streambean. I played this game intensively for about three nights in a row. And you know why? Why? Because I just thought it was fun. I was having fun with it. Yeah, it is fun. (laughs) It's a fun game. It's like really fun. And I played three nights in a row very intensely and beat all three gyms and played the grass gym many, many times because I had a really nice fire deck that I was having fun with. And I accumulated a number of cards in that process. Okay. And then I set the game down and lived my life for about a week. Okay. And then I picked it up today to... To get one more card. I picked it up today to check on two things. How many cards Josh had? The first thing I checked on was the number of cards I had in my deck, which was 182 Mm -hmm. unique cards, 851 cards total. Right, now it is, yeah. 
It is now, yes, and it had been for some time, about a week. Inconclusive. No way to prove that. And I also went to go check on the name of the fire deck that I had built because I had forgotten what I called it. Okay. So, Josh, I'm not sure who the mayor cheat is here. I think it's clear it's not me. I didn't mayor cheat at all because if I cheated, wouldn't I have more cards than you? I thought we talked about last week how having more cards wasn't actually important. Well, I don't recall that. I think we went, we talked at length about how it's not important to have more <laughs> cards. It's important to have better cards. And remind me again, Josh. I might still have better cards. How could you possibly know? Do you have all the promotional cards we could have received at this point? No, but I did get another promotional card, actually, which I meant to mention in the Fire Club. Oh, yeah, I got one in the Fire Club, too. There's this guy in the fire club who screams about how he needs energy. He loves energy and he must have as much energy as possible. Yes. It's one of the many people in this game who abuse exclamation points, by the way. So his whole thing is he wants you to give up any unused energy in your deck. And in return, he will tell you the secret hiding spot of a slow poke promotional card. Level nine. In the fire gym. Yeah. You and I had different approaches to this. One was a slightly more tactical. I tried tactical and I just gave up. I saw that this guy wanted all my free energy cards, right? So what I did was I made a few token decks which had one Pokemon in it and 59 energy. I made three of them. Does he not require a certain number of energy? No, he requires one energy, which is exactly how many energy cards I gave him. Okay. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) and so i gave this guy one energy and he was like great thank you the slow poke promotional card is behind the poster in this room and i went and found it and it was there and i got it i got it too i definitely gave up more energy than that although i did stash away my precious energy psychic my electric my double colorless because i had just gotten three of them in some packs yeah i love that double colorless energy i weirdly like have taken all the double colorless out of most of my decks because like i just don't have a ton of mon who need a ton of colorless energy you know yeah well i think the difference is i love kangaskhan and i get a fair amount of use out of snorlax as well and both of them need four colorless in order to attack so we're still on card check yeah i have one more card than you yeah yeah i guess tell me about some of your favorite mom that you played this week i told you about hitmonchan told me about hitmonchan can i tell you about hunter interesting no. Yes, tell me about him. Do you get any play out of Haunter? I have Haunters and I have Gengars now. Oh, I haven't gotten a Gengar yet. But I have not deployed them because I feel a little burned by psychic types because Squirtle and Friends, when I got it, was water and psychic. And I just didn't get a lot of use out of the psychic types in it. So now I've, I've sort of avoided psychic types. That's a shame, because they were my main thing this time. I mean, I have my dream deck, which are my two favorite types, Electric and Psychic. So, Hunter. The reason that this Hunter is in is because I got a different card of the Hunter that I previously had, and it is level 17 Hunter. The other one is level 22. So level 17 is where it's at, as far as I'm concerned. 50 hit points, and it has... Pokemon power, transparency. Whenever an attack does anything to Haunter, you flip a coin. If heads prevent all effects of that attack, including damage. Jesus. Yeah. 
and Pokemon Power is free, so that's always engaged. And then Nightmare is its other move, which is only 10 damage, but most of the time if I was flinging this boy out, it was just to either sit and soak up damage or prevent damage while I build up the bench, or to be super effective. How many HP does he have? 50. Not bad. Not good. At least every other turn, if not multiple turns in a row, he's preventing all of the damage and everything done. Right. And Nightmare, oh, by the way, Nightmare 10 damage, but also defending Pokemon is now asleep. Oh, wow. It's a nightmare, like it says. That's pretty good. And it's got cool art. Yeah, I like the Haunter art. Yeah, it's good. Who are some of your other faves? The other two go hand in hand. So it's Electabuzz and Slowbro. Okay. Electabuzz is great to deploy because the one that I've been using is level 35. It's got 70 hit points and it's got one electric energy for Thundershock to do 10 damage and it's again flip a coin if heads the defending pokemon is now paralyzed yep then it's got electric plus colorless and that's flip a coin if heads this attack does 30 damage plus 10 more damage if tails it does 30 damage and electabuzz does 10 damage to itself which is risky right but why do i like slowbro the reason i like slowbro is that when combined slowbro is level 26 60 hit points it's got a Pokemon power strange behavior. As often as you want during your turn, before you attack, you can move a damage counter from one of your Pokemon to Slowbro, as long as you don't knock out Slowbro. So Slowbro can take on 50 damage. Yeah. So Alakazam has damage swap, and I have that in my two of those in my deck, and that lets you just move damage counters from one Pokemon to another as long as you don't knock out that Pokemon. So... Whether it's Slowbro or Alakazam, I want one champion up front. It was usually Electabuzz, occasionally Kangaskhan. And then I'm just swapping out all their damage. And then they're just out there like flinging punches. Imagine if you had like a bunch of Slowbros in your deck. And I'm working on that. I ha now have two Slowbros and two Alakazams in my deck. But you also need like, therefore then need also like four slow pokes. And that's kind of the way this game works. Yeah. You need like twice as many lower gen. Unless you got this card called the Breeder, baby. Oh, God. Why? Don't say, don't say that. That's my card check. What do you got? Let me tell you about my cards. 182 uniques. <coughs> what? What was, as we discussed. What was... Sorry, I didn't hear that. It was... 182. <laughs> it's one more than you. Uh, okay. One more Maybe than you. Maybe people can't hear how many there were. But that's fine. What, what did you 182. Like? Sorry, I'll <laughs> say it very clearly. 182. One more than you. <laughs> I'll just insert an air horn sound. <laughs> I got a... I spent most of this week playing with this all fire deck. But before I did that, I had a couple mon that I was toying with. One was in a combo grass electric deck I was playing with, and it's called Scyther. I just got that. I haven't gotten to use them. It's incredibly fun. First of all, it has 70 hit points. Yeah, that's the sweet spot. There are a lot of moves that do 30 damage, so you really want, like, odd numbers. You want, like, 40. You want a 70. Right. It's got one basic move, which only costs one grass energy called Sword Dance. Oh, very familiar with Swords Dance, my friend. Which doubles your base attack damage in the next turn. 
And that's all it does. And there's no flipping a coin involved. There's no flipping a coin. Ooh. And then you need three colorless energy to do slash. It's my old move set, which already does 30 damage. But if you happen to run a sword dance before it, then it does 60 damage. Hell yeah. And it's just like a very nice little combo. And it just takes three colorless. And it's clean. It's clean. There's no dumb bullshit involved. It's just like double attack and do the attack. Yep. Love Scyther. So I had a little fun with him, but I didn't honestly didn't play my grass deck that much. Okay. I only kind of like started playing around with that, and I hope to deploy it a lot more later. In the science club, in order to deal with these fucking flying type Pokemon, I had this electric deck. And in the electric deck, I had two different forms of electrode, and both were super useful. And electrode is a Pokemon that I normally hate. Uh, who doesn't? This thing sucks. Sucks. But I have both a level 35 and a level 42 Electrode. The level 35 is arguably better. It's got Sonic Boom, which does 30 damage and ignores all weaknesses and resistances, which is nice. Yeah. And it only costs two Electric. I liked this Electrode. But if you throw a third Electric on there, he does Energy Spike, which means you can go in and look for energy cards in your deck and tag it onto any Pokemon... I liked this electrode. That's the one I got some use out of. If you've got a downturn, you can just like sit and run the energy spike and like just go through your deck and find energies and assign it to Pokemon like in your lineup. Right. Then the second electrode is more powerful. It has 90 HP. It can take a fucking shitload of damage. It only has one basic attack, which is tackle, which does 20 damage. But then it's got this move called chain lightning, which does 20 damage. But then also if... There are other Pokemon in your opponent's hand that share a type with the Pokemon that's out. It does 10 damage to each of those Pokemon as well. That's pretty good. So you can just like sit and eat through like your opponent's entire lineup if he's running like a single type deck. That can really get out of control, actually. I loved both of these electrodes. Fascinating. So much fun to play. This game really throws for a loop our calculation of Pokemon we love and hate. Well, and funny you say that. Because <laughs> my last champion Pokemon, favorite Pokemon of this week, Josh, and I hate to admit this, and I'm disgusted with myself. Oh, no. For saying it, and I'm actually, you make me barfing all over myself as I say it. You're your own. You make me barf. Okay. My third favorite Pokemon this week is Magmar. Oh my god. Magmar, Josh. Yeah. A disgusting Pokemon that I hate. It's no better in this game than it was in any game we've ever played. Card is arguably even worse. Card is also bad. The card sucks. Hideous. The Pokemon is so good. Why is it good? I have one. I didn't bother because I hate it so much. I have two. And I'm not running a fire deck normally. I have one that's level 24, and it's got two moves. Fire Punch, which does 30 damage, and Flamethrower, which does 50 damage. But it's one of those moves where you have to like oh, discard a flame energy to run it. I hated Flamethrower this round. But it does fucking 50 damage, which is a lot of fucking damage. The second one is the level 31 Magmar, and it's got Smokescreen, which only costs one fire energy to run. 
It does 10 damage, and also you flip a coin and prevent your opponent from doing any attacks next turn, which is great. Yeah, that's really good. But then it's got Smog as its second move, which is only two fire energy, and it does 20 damage, and flip a coin and your opponent is now poisoned. Fuck that. So this fucking like level 31 Magmar is super cheap to run, does all these effects on a f- coin flip, and just like steadily deals out damage. Just a beautiful Pokemon that I hate looking at. Yeah. And I'm embarrassed to have in my fucking deck. How do you live with yourself? I have, I think, eight of them in my fire deck. Oh, God. I have four of each type in my fire deck. Oh, God, man. Which we should, I guess, get to now. New deck check. Yeah. Deck check. Do you want to talk about your new deck first? It's the same one that I had just built the end of our last episode, but I hadn't actually really gotten to use it. The Brainstorm. Okay, good. My two favorite types, Electric and Psychic. It worked out so well where I basically, other than I think one time, I never lost anyone. Yeah. And the reason that it worked out is predominantly running a baseline of Slowpokes and Pikachus. One Pikachu. There's like eight versions of Pikachu in this fucking game, by the way. There's so many, and I don't even have the fancy, like, surfing or balloon Pikachus yet. There's like two or three basic Pikachus, and then there's also surfing and flying Pikachus. There's one that has Gnaw, which is just 10, and it's any color. And then it's got, like, Thunder Jolt that does 30. They only have 40 hit points, but you just sling them out there. And the reason that I like them is that I have a couple of Raichus. I have a couple of Slowbros, as I mentioned. And Raichus have Thunder, which does 60. But you flip a coin, and if it's Tails, Raichu does 30 to itself. So you got a Raichu out there. It's flinging 60 damage. And then if you have a Slowbro or an Alakazam in the back, they're just sucking that up. Yep. So my whole game with Brainstorm is I'm trying to set out champions in the front who are just throwing out punches, throwing out thunders, and then everyone in the back is absorbing the damage. But where the real power of the deck comes in is that I got this card. Well, I had Switch, one card, previously. And Switch lets you swap, it's a free swap. your front line to the bench. There's a move called Retreat which lets you swap out your main Pokemon for one from the bench, but it requires sacrificing some amount of energy. Yeah, and it like scales based on how good or powerful the Pokemon is, basically. Right. So Switch does it for free. So I have a couple of Switches, and then I got this new card, Mr. Fuji. Okay. Big upgrade for this guy. Hate him in the game, useless, great in the card game. So Mr. Fuji lets you remove a card from play, and shuffle it back into your deck. To what end? Does it clear all the damage counters off of it? Exactly. So Alakazam with Power Swap, where it's just got like, you know, six counters on it or whatever, and then Slowbro's got five. You get a Mr. Fuji in there, ah. and then you just put it on one of them, swap it, put it back into the deck, loses all the damage. You get the energy and the Pokemon back into the deck, so you can draw it again as well. Jesus. It was very fun. I was having a great time with Brainstorm. That's mine. Okay. Tanner? Yes. Tell me about your deck. Okay, Josh. Tell me what you're working with. I knew we were going into the grass deck this week. I knew I had accumulated a number of fire type cards. So I decided to build a deck that I'm calling the Bernie Bros. (laughs) 
And it's Bernie, yeah. B-U-R-N-Y. Good. It's good. And the reason it's called the Bernie Bros is... You don't want them coming for you, so... <laughs> it's a fire-only deck that I built to take on the Grass Club. It is extremely heavy on Pokemon and energy cards because there are a number of really good Pokemon who are basic, like Magmar and like Moltres, who don't have evolutions. Right. But then there are a number of Pokemons who are great with their evolutions, like... Vulpix into Ninetales, or Eevee into Flareon, or Growlithe into Arcanine. Okay. But then I also needed a high burn rate on energy because a lot of these fucking fire Pokemon have moves that eat up energy. So, like, Charmander's got Ember, which always takes... You have to sacrifice an energy to run it. Arcanine's got Flamethrower, so does Magmar which you need to throw away an energy to run it. So Right, so it's like burning this energy all the time. Okay. Yep, it's mostly Pokemon and energy with a few items. So that's why it's like all fire, because you need all the energy you can get. Yep. And this deck fucking owns, man. It's so great. I love this deck. You get some big hossy Pokemon out there. I've got a Charizard in the mix who comes out every now and then. Uh, I don't have that card yet either. These Mole Tracys, these Magmars, <laughs> Rapidash. Gosh, it's such a fun deck to play. You're just fucking dishing out damage constantly. Yeah, and in this grass gym, it's just like 120 damage for like these flamethrowers. Like, the first time I went through the grass gym with this deck, I'm pretty sure that not a single one of the four battles ended with a prize victory. Jesus. <laughs> These Grass Club members didn't know what hit them. I managed to burn through their, like, one or two Pokemon that they got out in time before they could do anything. I got that kind of victory. Like, the, you're out of fucking usable Mon victory on every single one the first time I went through. That's satisfying. Because then you get the fucking decks anyway. You get the boosters. Right. So. That's what it's all about, baby. Gotta get those boosters. Josh, this is a lesson for you. That's how you get to 182. Uh, cars okay. in your deck yeah yeah i'm familiar and you know what i'm gonna be doing right after this i'm gonna be getting way way above 182 we'll see before we go into the grass gym we do have to close out Clubmaster rick okay he has this card imposter professor oak it's basically this like saucy looking professor oak like a professor oak who's down on his luck sort of a sexy i would say i thought it was a little sexual as well sort of a rakish and handsome professor oak if you were trying to lash out he's a bad boy this is like the professor oak that you go with this one he's a bad boy definitely i like this professor oak imposter professor he's always at the bar like wasted and he's just playing the doors endlessly on the jukebox yeah so what he does your opponent shuffles his or her hand into his or her deck and then draws seven cards it's a, one of these ones that you could just destroy someone's entire strategy in one fell swoop. Yep. And it did. I lost once because of that. Imagine Clubmaster Rick laying an imposter Professor Oak on you and making you redraw your entire deck, and you happen to redraw a Professor Oak, and then you just play that and redraw an entire new deck. Oh, yeah. And wouldn't that be interesting? And it's like almost like Professor Oak and imposter Professor Oak are like kissing. I would love to see that. <laughs> now, <laughs> is that on? <laughs> Furaffinity.net. 
<laughs> oh gosh, they're Let's not see. furry. Imposter. Well, professor. maybe they could be. <laughs> Oak. I'm gonna do a search for Imposter Professor Oak Rule Thirty Four on Google. I feel like Professor Oak is like a daddy. I think he would be getting into something. Wow, Joshua. I found a subreddit called Rule Thirty Four Gay. Okay, now we're talking. Which is just Rule 34, but it's gay. And I found a picture of Professor Oak. It's not an imposter Professor Oak, though. Well, I'd like to see what Professor Oak's getting into in general. He appears to be getting very close to fingering his own anus. He's having a little fun. He's cutting loose. I'm worried that imposter Professor Oak doesn't really exist outside of... I don't think imposter Professor Oak is in the video games. I think it's just a card. Nope, never mind. I found one. Send that literature my way. It's apparently the only Imposter Professor Oak Rule 34 image that exists on rule34.pahil.net. It's Imposter Professor Oak. He's like standing in front of a monitor and he's like turning it on and he's like looking at you like, do you like this? And it's a young woman being penetrated. And there's, again, like one of those tasteful sensor bars that covers up basically nothing. Yeah, I can still see most of the penis going into most of the vagina. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, this isn't what I was looking for. I was looking for some Professor Oak on Imposter Professor Oak or vice versa. Yeah, not quite what I was expecting. In any case, I hated that card, but I can't wait to have it in my own deck. It feels aggressive. I haven't added to any decks yet because it feels aggressive. I'm not here to tear you down. I'm here to build myself up. It's rude. Let's talk about Grass Club. Yeah. Easy. Especially when you have an OP fire deck like I did. It was easy. Well, I had one thing to say, which I don't know if you picked up on this, but Brittany, the Grass Club member, she's like, hey, you enjoying that Pokemon, the trading card game game? For a Game Boy Color? Yeah, it's like advertising itself in the game. You don't need to advertise. I already bought the game. Like, I'm in this already, lady. I have a bone to pick with Heather in the Grass Club. Oh, oh, I got one, too. She's got a lot of Mon, which, like, suck. And the one that I didn't like is Porygon, who's, like, yeah. not a strong Pokemon. It only has, I think, 40 hit points. Oh, 30, man. It had 30. It's got two moves, Conversion 1. Yeah. She's got the Kaleidoscopic deck. So Conversion 1, if the defending Pokemon has a weakness, you may change it to a type of your choice other than colorless. So she would run Porygon, and she would change my Pokemon's weakness to the type that she has in the rest of her deck. Right. Which is like grass type. Then she's got conversion two, which... This is what I hated. Changes Porygon's resistance to the type of your choice other than colorless. So she would come in, she would have two fucking colorless energy. She would change, like, my fucking Arcanine's weakness to grass. And then she would change Porygon's resistance to fire. So all of a sudden, my fucking, like, OP Arcanine with Flamethrower was doing zero damage against this thing. Yeah, it fucking sucks. And if I did manage to kill it, she would just put in a grass type, which my fucking Arcanine was now weak to. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I had to recalibrate my deck because of this, too, because she would flip out these Porygons. I would just fucking sit there and like it just keeps using conversion two and turning it to make it resistant to psychic over and over and over again. And I'm waiting around. 
for anything that I can bring out that will damage this fucking thing. It sucked. I hate the Porygons. She also had Ditto. Did you see this fucking Ditto? Ugh. It's again... The Ditto sprite sucks in this game. <sighs> Ditto is such a cute Pokemon, and it can be so cute, and can be so nice and lovely. Yeah. And I feel like it's been done dirty in, in the color generation. Yeah, it definitely was. It looks like a fucking, like, saliva. It looks like... It sucks. I mean... It looks like cum. It looks it like looks it's like a cum. It looks like a cum. off of something. And surely, and I'm not going to look, surely that it exists on Fur Affinity. No. Ditto as cum. We don't have time to get involved with that. Clubmaster Nikki, no problem. And here's what I love about the fucking grass gym. Kristen, Nikki, Heather, and Brittany all have different reward booster packs. Yeah. So if you keep running the grass club, you keep getting... Two Colosseums, two Evolutions, and two Laboratories each time, which just gives you, like, an amazing spread of cards that helps you get to 182 cards. Interesting. If that's something you're interested in. And I know you're not, Josh, because you would have had 182 cards if you were interested in having 182 cards, but you only have 181. But for anyone who is interested, this is a good gym to, like, collect a lot of varied decks. Okay. Before you can fight Nikki, you have to like go to this guy Ishihara's house. Oh god, yeah. Just some weirdo who like loves Pokemon cards. It's this rich guy. We encountered him briefly last time. He's got 10,000 cards and we haven't been able to access them yet. Okay, there's only 252 cards in the fucking game. So, good luck with all of your like Voltorbs and like bullshit that you have. Well, well Voltorb is good. We just talked about how Okay, uh, fucking um Electro What's a bad good. one? Fucking Rattata's. Rattata's still bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, Raticate's pretty bad, too. And this is, again, like, I guess in whatever island this is, these club masters can just fuck off as well. Just like... Yeah. Just yeah. like Kanto. What the fuck? Do your job. Well, uh, Stay at your fucking clubhouse, Nikki, and, like, battle me. You have to go there and listen to them have a conversation about how, like, Ishihara, you're so talented. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> your books are so great. Like, I don't care. I don't care just like go to your fucking gym Ugh. god and then when you beat nikki on the way out you get fucking ambushed once again by ronald yeah the dorkiest rival name in i assume the entire pokemon history because it's not a game freak license game they're like no 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 gary and now he has upgraded his deck and he's given it a name which i actually really love <laughs> yeah and it's called the powerful ronald deck this dude like the fucking hubris of this dude like i think last time we fought him the name of his deck was like hello i'm ronald deck yeah i think so and now it's called the powerful ronald deck what's the next one like immortal ronald (laughs) (laughs) ronald overwhelming the elder ronald (laughs) i love i love ronald's God, he's he's got a good look, unfortunately. He's like a nice looking dude, and he's got fucking cool ass names for his decks. Yeah. The powerful Ronald. He's got a good, interesting set as well. He's got like Lapras, he's got Arcanine, he's got It's varied. He's got a pretty varied deck. Yeah, it's fun. It's like multi-type. I battled him with the Bernie Bros and beat him pretty easily. He abuses energy removal. 
I don't know if that happened to you, but my first fighting Pokemon was a Pikachu, and he brought out a Kangaskhan, and then it was just fetching cards for him, and then he's just zapping my energy the whole time. Yeah. I hated it. Well, it makes sense, because the thing he gives you when you beat him, which I did beat him. I did too. This time is a promotional card, Super Energy Retrieval. And there's an Energy Retrieval that lets you sacrifice one card in your hand to get two energy from your discard. This one is trade two of your hand to get four, four, which is wild. I'm excited to use that. That's a great thing to use if you're like running a three or four type deck like Ronald apparently seems to be. Yeah, it makes sense for his his little fucking gambit. Not me, man. The Bernie Bros were one type. <laughs> one type only. You got plenty. You got lots of fires in there. And that's it. Yeah. For this leg of this game. Next week we will be battling the last three gyms. It is the Water Club. Water type. Psychic. And what's the other one? Fighting? Oh, water, psychic, and fighting, yeah. We're going to have to retool our decks a little bit. Fighting club, I'm not worried about. Water club, I'm not worried about either, man, with brainstorm. (laughs) I'm going to have to build new decks for all of these. But I'm excited to do that because I've got 182 cards to work with, Josh. Yeah. And I will have more cards. I don't need that many to make my point. No, I know. And like we said last week, it's not important to have more cards. That's not the important thing in this game. It's what you do with the cards you have. It's how you use your cards that matters. We'll see what we do with our cards next week, Joshua. Until then, I have been... <laughs> Tanner, Tanner G. G. Removal. <laughs> yeah. A.K.A. Tanner Green Ring. And you have been Mysterious Joshua. Joshua. A.K.A. Joshua Fjallstad. This has been Experience Share Pokemon Podcast. We are playing through the Game Boy Color game, Pokemon Trading Card Pokemon Game. Pokemon the Trading Card Game game for Game Boy Color. We're enjoying it very much. Download it. It's very fun to play. It's like five bucks on fucking eShop. Yeah, man. It's very fun. I'm sinking way more. I've put 10 hours into it. Yeah. We thought this was a lightweight, like, oh, whatever. It's a couple hours a week. And I think we're both sinking. I'm actually up to 14 now. I think we're both sinking way more hours into it just because it's fun. And like, it's, you know, casual enough. You can do it while you're binging whatever show, man. Yeah. Download it. If you're not interested in this, We'll be done with it in a couple weeks, and then you can play along with Ruby and Sapphire with us. So if you don't have those carts yet, pick them up, yeah. and also pick up a Game Boy Advance if you don't have one of those yet. Tell your friends to listen to the show wherever they catch their podcasts. You you know the drill. Follow us on Instagram and on Twitter, at ExpSharePod. And in the meantime, Josh, let's say goodbye. Goodbye. I'll smell you later.